A pretty personal matter. Tomorrow is our fourth anniversary. The first two years seemed to go so quickly, and the last two have dragged so horribly. Two whole years out of our lives. It makes this war with Hitler a pretty personal matter. Walter Cronkite to Betsy Cronkite, March 29, 1944. On March 30, 1940, a 23-year-old reporter named Walter Leland Cronkite, Jr., married fellow journalist Mary Elizabeth Betsy Maxwell in Grace and Holy Trinity Episcopal Church in Kansas City, Missouri, following a four-year courtship. Their marriage lasted happily for 65 years until her death in 2005. Shortly after the young couple celebrated their second anniversary, Walter Cronkite was credentialed as a war correspondent for the United Press Wire Service. They spent many weeks apart in the summer and fall of 1942, as Cronkite twice sailed on convoys across submarine-infested waters, first to Britain and then to North Africa. After a brief reunion in New York City in early December, Cronkite shipped out on an overseas assignment. This time the two were not reunited until twenty-eight months later. Cronkite consoled himself in the meantime by writing Betsy long, detailed letters, sometimes five in a week, narrating his experiences as a war correspondent, his observations of life in wartime Europe, and his longing for her. For Walter and Betsy Cronkite, as for millions of other young men and women in those years, the war with Hitler was a pretty personal matter, as well as an event of world historical importance. Betsy Cronkite carefully saved her husband's letters, copying many to circulate among family and friends. More than a hundred of his letters from 1943 to 1945 survive and are archived in the Walter Cronkite Papers at the Dolph Briscoe Center for American History at the University of Texas at Austin. For the rest of his life, during which he served for 19 years as anchorman for CBS Evening News, Walter Cronkite reflected on his experiences reporting from Europe on the Second World War. In addition, by producing and narrating numerous television series and specials about the war, Cronkite helped shape, and in the process became thoroughly identified in the American mind with, historical memories of the good war and the greatest generation. Walter Cronkite, Jr., was born on November 4, 1916, in St. Joseph, Missouri, the son of Walter Leland Cronkite, a dentist, and Helen Fritchie Cronkite. The family moved to Kansas City in 1918, when Walter Cronkite, Sr. returned from his military service in World War I, and then to Houston in 1926. Walter, Jr. graduated from San Jacinto High School in 1933, entering the University of Texas at Austin that fall as a journalism major. His parents divorced soon afterward, and both remarried. While a student at the University of Texas, Cronkite cut his teeth as a journalist by working on the campus newspaper, The Daily Texan, and taking part-time jobs with a number of local and state newspapers. His favorite and best-paying job was the three hours a day he put in as an assistant to the Houston Press's political correspondent in Austin. As Cronkite wrote to his parents in an early 1935 letter, preserved in the archives at the University of Texas, The five dollars I collect from the Houston Press tomorrow for the past week's work is going into a bank fund, as is each week's salary. If I can keep said funds in bank— 
Then, by the end of school, I should have quite a sum accumulated. Possibly this new job with the press will give me the influence to get some sort of world trip out of MIFO. Marcellus E. MIFO Foster, editor of the Houston Press from 1927 to 1937. I would like to sell them on the idea of getting me a job on a boat, then giving me five dollars a week to write experiences as a young man sees the world. Bored by his classes and eager to begin making his way in the world of professional journalism, Cronkite dropped out of the university following the spring semester of 1935 and went to work, first in the Austin Bureau of the International News Service, and then in the Austin Scripps Howard Bureau, which provided coverage for the chain's newspapers in the state. In the fall of 1935, he moved to Houston to take a...